Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. You're actually home again today. Back-to-back weeks, brother. Look look at that. Howdy doody. How are you? Yep. It's one of those double-edged swords. You're happy to be recording from home, but you wish you had some overtime. Yeah, but this week's okay because I had my holiday pay for Martin Luther King Day. Uh, had worked eight hours on top of that. Today I'm getting paid because it's my floating holiday, so I'm, it's good. And I did actually work overtime this week. I worked on uh, Tuesday night, so at Hollywood Studios. So yeah, I'm okay. So that's awesome. Feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And you got to go to Epcot and enjoy a lot of good food yesterday. Yes, indeedy. Used my other floating holiday yesterday. So yeah, me and Lisa went out to Epcot thanks to. Two of our really good friends, uh, Mr. Doug Davis and Mr. Evan Chasem, uh, the, who both sent us nice Disney gift cards around Christmas time. So uh, those were much appreciated. We put them to good use yesterday. Oh, that's so. awesome. They, that's why I love my gift cards, John. Like when I go down and I'm spending, like I like I said, I usually mark who gave me which one or whatever, and or I know who gave them to me so I can thank them as I'm eating and stuff like that. They're the gift that keeps on giving. They're the perfect gift. There you go. Yeah, I sent you the... Well, go ahead. Yeah, no, Brenda will go to me sometime. Are you sure they want another day? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know, because we could do other things where I said, no, that's perfect. Like, But she asked a question. I'm like, no, no, I know John. That, nothing he would like more than that, because at least it's earmarked for him to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, Doug, if you sent me a Walmart <laughs> gift card, obviously I'm going grocery shopping with it, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So, but, but yeah, yeah. When it's Disney, there's no choice. You have yes. to go. You got, you got to go have fun. Yeah. So it is. What, yeah, That's yeah. why we do it. Because you're stressed out with everything else. We've sent WalMarts before, but I prefer to send you the Disney one because I know you're going to have a little bit of enjoyment with it. You don't enjoy throwing the money away at Walmart. <laughs> no, but yeah, I sent you the picture of the fish and chips from uh, Great Britain, and uh, me and Lisa walking over there, we're like, oh man, we ain't had fish and chips in a long time, we're going to get two, we're going to get two, one each, and then I looked there, we got there, and I went, 
you know what, I'm going to get one, and if we really want another one, I'll go back up and get another one. And we had one, and we were about finishing the last bite, and we're like, that's more than enough grease for me. So yes. it's delicious, but woo, is that heavy. So Yeah, they're no joke. Like me and Brenda would die. <coughs> we can each have one piece of the fish and eat the fries, and that's plenty for me for lunch. Yeah, and actually what they did now, I don't if you looked at that picture, it was just one huge piece of fish. It wasn't yeah. like two of the smaller ones, so that was fine. We split that right in half, and that was, yeah, that's that's more than enough. Yeah, so, but that's what enough. I'm saying. I mean, that's a big piece. It's like two pieces yeah. of one. I mean, we yeah, get a piece yeah. of salmon that big, me and Brenda split it. You know, that's how we Oh, yeah, eat. absolutely. There was yeah. plenty for... Especially fried. Yeah, especially yeah. fried there. So it's, yeah, it was greasy, So, but it was good. So. Yeah, they make some damn good. The batter on those on that fish is really good. That's what that's what makes it. The batter. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, it tastes like it's actually fresh fish as opposed to yeah. you know being frozen in the back somewhere. So, but nah, dude. I know uh, Robbie and everybody else has been getting on me lately, telling me Doug needs a trip to cheer him up, and I do. And again, I you know. I just want everybody to know, I truly do love Walt Disney World. Me and Brenda are kicking around when we're getting down there again. Our biggest problems is right now is we do have a 90-year-old mother that lives with us, and our dog is getting up there, and it's kind of harder to get away when you're worried. Yeah, That's our dilemma right now, John. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the thing that you y'all would have to think about again is is finding a way. Yeah, sorry about our, our throat clean. We're having a competition here. <laughs> but... Did, didn't I just mute that? Did you hear me still? Yeah, yeah, I heard you. Yeah, so. Oh, my goodness. I am so sorry. I hit mute. Why ain't this muting? I don't know why. Tell me if this mutes, John. No. What? And I have mute hit on the thing, so I so apologize. I feel like I should cut that out of the show. <laughs> I mean, That's too bad. We're having a competition. I mean, <laughs> I, I, why won't this mute? I don't understand that. But, yeah, yeah uh, that's why, uh, I mean, the thing that seemed to work best for you, Doug, was when you guys rented the house. Yes. I mean, that way you, you had you had mom with you, you had your dog with you, and you didn't have to worry at all. I mean, they were literally 10 minutes away, five minutes away from, from where you guys were in the parks if they didn't go with you. So that was great. Yeah, it, and we've thought about that. The only thing is mom don't feel like driving down there now. Oh, okay. And she's yeah. not looking in up to uh, driving all the way down. Anyway, I have apologize to everybody on the show i just don't know why this ain't muting that is so weird it's muted this thing is muted like that for the last three years who knows it comes some computer update that didn't go through huh yeah i so. don't know what it is but anyhow no we uh we want to come i want to go down i know everybody's saying i need a visit because i've been so cranky but John, it's it, it it I don't want to be that way. I really hate me being that way. So we have to find a way to make happy shows, John, because it's been hard lately. But the good <laughs> thing was you went and got some fish and chips, which is awesome. You did a little bit of the flowering garden, yeah. I mean the uh, the art art festival. art festival. So how'd you enjoy that in whole? <clears throat> well, uh, I think the highlight of the day was meeting. Uh, I think his name's Bobby. Batiki, uh, one of our uh, actual friends of the show, and so it's always nice to meet somebody. And I, and it was the strange—I don't know how it happened because he sent me a, a a message saying that he was going to Epcot. What was my 
one item to try and make sure he tried. And I said, the risotto was really good. We've tried that several times and it was always really good. And he said, all right. And I said, well, we're going to be at Epcot too. And he said, yeah, maybe I'll run into you. And sure as the, sure as anything, he walked past and went, John Peters, <laughs> son of a gun. So, I mean, what are the odds, you know, how many 40,000, 35, 40,000 people at Epcot are running into one person. So it was, it was cool. So it was nice to meet him and, and talk to him for a little bit. So, now, it's really weird when we run into friends at a show and stuff like that, especially like, remember, and hello, thanks for reaching out to John and saying hi to John, and thank you for listening to the show. We really appreciate you. But it was like when me on the phone with Brenda, walking over yeah. the bridge there to France, and dude turned around, you're Doug from Maine, and Brenda was on the phone with me. It was, like, so weird. Like, that they rec- he goes, I'd recognize that voice anywhere. I said, oh, an old miserable man, huh? And he started laughing. Uh, but no, yeah. we had a no. It's it's so nice when we run into friends at the show, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It it, it, it and it, it always. It, no matter how many times it happens, Doug, I'm always amazed. Really, you listen to us <laughs> bamble nonsensically about stupid things. That's great. I mean, I appreciate it, but okay. <laughs> no, one hundred. So how was that? So how was the risotto and all? Uh, so uh, we tried three items. There's two that I wanted to try and we didn't get back around to try, and that was two that looked really good. Was the uh, the wagyu beef bun in Japan? Mm-hmm. Um, if I get back out there, I'm trying that for sure. And then we didn't get a chance to try the uh, grilled cheese with tomato soup, and that sounded really good too. But it was but hot. You said we... yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was when we got there. It was probably. It was probably 79, 78, but humid because there was a front coming in. And it and in the winter, I get really antsy when it gets that warm and I, I can't cool off and stuff. So, you know, in the summer, I'm used to it. It's mm-hmm. the summer. I, I expect it. But, man, when I'm out at Epcot in, in January and February, let mm-hmm. me have a 65-degree day, please, you know. So, no, it's hot, humid. The sun's baking on me. I ate that fish and chips. The grease is hitting me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but slowly it started to cloud up, and then about two thirty, three o'clock, it actually poured for ten minutes, and then it drizzled for about another twenty, twenty-five minutes. Then the wind picked up, stayed cloudy, and it got really uh, somewhat nice and chilly. And today, now that the front's cleared out, it was forty degrees this morning. It's getting down to twenty-nine tonight at the house. So, yeah, you go figure the weather here, man. If you don't like it, hang out for a day. It'll change. So Now, I hear you. I've been down there many a times in January and February because our anniversary was, you know, the 7th. And so we've been down multiple times for our anniversary. And uh, we've been down for uh, Mom's birthday in February. So we've been down in the winter months quite a bit. It's actually my – I really enjoy going down at that time. And we've woken up many a times with the wind is frosted in the car and wearing hoodies at the parks. And I'll be honest with you, I love wearing hoodies at the parks. So Yeah, yeah. well, that's what I want, I, especially this time of year. That's what I want. I don't want to freaking uh, – I mean, I wore uh, a collared shirt and a, and a pair of shorts out there. And, uh, and, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm looking where I can buy a muscle shirt or at least a lighter T-shirt because this collared shirt was getting too hot. So it was, it was annoying, but um, – but yeah, anyway, and I know there was one. There's got to be at least one family, Doug, that was walking around yesterday, and the kids all wanted to go to Blizzard Beach yesterday because it was nice and warm. And Dad went, "No, it's hot now. We'll stay. We'll we're gonna we'll go tomorrow." And now today it's 42. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. and Blizzard Beach is closed. I well, mean, you can't you can't expect it to stay hot. So well, it's better than it is here. My seven hundred days. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My seven hundred day streak of not streak of not having to use my new snowblower went away yesterday. So oh, I had to use insurance it. failed. Yep, insurance I had failed. to use it. It was uh, it rang great for not using it for two years, but it did run good. <laughs> but it was very uh. It sucked. We got like six, seven inches. So we got enough, enough to be a pain in the butt, John. Yeah, 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 just enough to make it annoying. So, so. I did my whole yard, and then I did my uh, I did my neighbor's drive, because he's done mine before, and he's been having a, he's had a couple, he's fine. He had a couple heart things, so I said, you know what, well, I have mine out, I'll just do his. And he has a, dude, he has a lot, he probably has a quarter mile driveway, or eighth mile driveway, I would say. He has a nice long driveway, so... But I did his and his daughter's and mine last night. So I was out there for a couple hours running the snowblower. But I got it worked and it didn't give me any problems. So, But I hate the snow, John. I hate every fiber <laughs> to be in. I got in a fight in the barbershop again yesterday about with the owner's wife about the players playing in the freezing cold. Like watching that Kansas City game I thought was a joke. Like Again, I don't care... If you want to come out the NFL and flat out say we do not care about player safety, I'm fine with that. But don't preach to me all the time, the whole off season. I mean, I work like concussions are a major thing. That's all they talk about. Am I wrong, John? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay, five guys went out with concussions <clears throat> in the Kansas City game. Another couple went down in Buffalo from, and they were all helmets hitting the frozen ground. So yeah, and. Again, I understand nobody's making them play football because that was the argument. She's going, well, that's their job. It's their job. I said, well, it doesn't make it right. I said, I do construction. I prefer to work in the summer over the winter. I get hurt more in the winter. <laughs> I hurt more in the winter. But it, it is my job. But I try not. I try to not work outside doing things that I know I can get hurt at more during the winter. You, you get what I'm saying, John? You you do yep. certain things in the winter. You do other things. You work inside mostly in the, in the wintertime. But it's their job, yeah, it's their job, that's what they got to do. But I'm going back and forth, I said, I know it's their job, and that's fine. And if if that's what the NFL wants, and they want to continue to do this, then don't tell me you give a crap about player safety, because you don't. Just because you say it, don't. When you've seen Patrick Mahomes' helmet explode, John, they shouldn't be playing out in that cold. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's a little too cold, I think, when helmets explode. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably a bad sign. Yeah, so. I mean, it just stop already. And again, I'll... I'm a real man. I love playing in tough football snow. I'm tough. I'm strong like bull. Stop, dude. Then riding a horse and buggy in the winter then. I mean, <laughs> we have we have progressed. There's a, a you understand thing like NASCAR drivers. I'm no sissy. I don't want to wear a Hans device. Why do we got soft walls? Let's bang into the hard ones. Am I wrong, John? Well, no, all the hockey players are the same way. I mean, it, it took forever to get them to wear helmets, and they got, what, a frozen puck rocketed around the friggin' ice. It, yeah. I, I don't know. That makes any – it seems like if it's a safety thing and it can avoid you getting hurt, you would want to do it. I don't understand it. Again, but, you know, so NASCAR whatever. drivers aren't as tough as they used to be because they're not bouncing off soft walls and they don't yeah. have open-face helmets, and they're not driving around with only lap belts on. I mean, it took Dale Earnhardt to pass away for them to do all that, which was a shame. You follow me? But the yeah, point yeah. is, they progressed. And at the sport, the only thing I don't like about the sport is I don't think that they should make every car identical. I think they should be able to do what they need to do to make them faster. You understand? I don't like every car looks the same anymore, John. I want them to look like they come off the showroom. 
But that's the only thing. But they, they, they it's still racing. All the racing, I, you know, I do that simulator. I love racing the whole nine yards. But uh, the Hans device and all these devices have made things safer. If you can't tell me, and I'm tired of being on my soapbox, that playing indoors, and I don't care if it's outdoors as long as it's a decent day, but I don't understand playing on frozen turf. Like Travis Kelsey was talking about on his show because Jason goes, aren't the, aren't the, isn't the turf heated? And Jason goes, we didn't feel it. I mean, it was so cold. He was talking about on their podcast. That, you know how you have those hand warmers? Yeah. Some of the guys put them on their, in their socks. They put two layers of socks on over top of them to put them in their shoes. Here, they burnt blisters on the top of their feet from wearing these. And it was so cold out that the players didn't even know they were getting blisters yeah. burned on the top yeah. of their feet. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> stop already. We know better. It, these players are making... Patrick Mahomes is worth four hundred million dollars. He's worth more worth more than some high rises in in cities. If you get what I'm saying, it's like I don't know. Call me an idiot, but I truly believe every every stadium should have to have a retractable roof. She's going to me. Well, Buffalo approved their new stadium, and they want it outdoors. I said, well, you can't teach stupid. <laughs> and then her son's going. Well, I like to. I like to uh, go to the games. Well, he works indoors all day. So, yeah, of course. One, a couple times a year when you don't have to deal with the cold for your living, it's not a big... Yeah, you go and you... It, it's, a, it's a day. You understand what I'm saying? But when you got to do it every single day, like, I don't think it's fair to the season ticket holders to have to worry about shoveling snow to go see a game. Well, Doug, uh, in the in the grand scheme of things, football is by far my favorite sport. But if I go to a sport game in Tampa, I'm going to a baseball game yeah. or a hockey game because I don't want to go sit at one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon in September and melt. So yeah. no, no, thank you. I, I'll go to a baseball game and it'll be 72 degrees. I mean, so no, and, th- you know, and I mean, again, seriously. going back to my statement now with the heat, didn't they change practices? The players association changed the way you can practice in the summertime. They changed the way you have to hide all this stuff because of the heat of the summer. Like, remember that poor offensive tackle passed in Minnesota from heat frustration, and he's up Minnesota in the summertime, not yeah, in Florida. Yeah. So you're gonna be preach and make all these rule changes to how these teams can practice, but then you'll allow Miami, New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans has a Superdome, but and, and yeah. Atlanta has a dome now. They change. But you'll let Tampa, Jacksonville, and Miami all play games in the middle of summer in September. And melt. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just hypocritical to me. Again, if this is what you want, I'm fine with it. But shut the bleep up, NFL and, and Players Association. Quit telling me you care about them because you really don't. Do you disagree with me at all, John, on any of my statements yeah. here? It sounds pretty good. Sounds yeah. pretty good. But anyhow, so how is the risotto and the? Uh... <laughs> so yeah, don't anyway, forget. back to the food. Uh, um, so uh, we tried the, we tried the three things, um, and I, like I said, I want to get back out there if I can and try the other two, the grilled cheese and the uh, wagyu beef bun. But the, of the three we tried, the least favorite was the. Did you see my beef tender or my uh, beef Wellington? No. Yes, I did. Okay, Doug. Even for you, that's overcooked. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want. I just don't want blood. Pinkish brown there, is good. It, what I there, want. There was no. There was no pinkish at all. There was no. nothing. It was gray. And I actually even complained about it and said, "Can I get another one?" And I was refused. So oh my God. it was. 
uh, yeah, it was a waste. Of, and and un, the unfortunately, like I said, the beef was overcooked and dry. I'm not even sure it was actually a tenderloin. Honestly, it tasted a lot. It was so tough, it tasted a lot more like a top sirloin or something than it, a tenderloin. Um, and the pastry itself was was bland. Um, but the potatoes and the demi-glaze they had on it was absolutely delicious. Um, so the sauces and the sides were fantastic. And if that would have been a nice, uh, a properly done beef Wellington, it would have been a very good dish. But unfortunately, it was way overcooked. And the fact that the the uh, woman didn't seem concerned at all about it just kind of really let me down. Um, the mussels were okay, um, a little bland, um, and the tomatoes were really heavy, so it was a, a very, very uh, heavy dish. Um, and the bread with that was good, so I finished all the mussels, so they were they were pretty good. Um, and then right in the middle was the duck one from America. It was uh, duck and dumplings. Yeah. Um, yeah, the ricotta dumplings they were okay. Um, the potatoes and the and the carrots there were also really good. The sauce was really good, and of course the duck was 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 quite tasty, um, and and done to the proper temperature and everything. So that was enjoyable, and but the best was God. That risotto is just so good, and it's nine seventy five for that little bowl of risotto, which seems like quite a bit, um, mm-hmm. but it does have really good mushrooms with it. And just the, 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 oh my God, the flavor in there is so good. And somebody actually knows how to make risotto because that is properly made, um, so time-consuming. Oh, so yeah, he would be Ramsey, pre- he, he'd have been happy in risotto and he'd have kicked somebody's butt with the Wellingtons. Oh, the, the, the donkey would have came out in that Wellington. Yeah. I guarantee you that. There is, there's no chance he would have served a Wellington that looked that well done. So not a yeah. chance. So. Yeah, it's funny how I've worked at both his restaurants in Caesars. I'm waiting for him to show up one day, John. <laughs> they call me a donkey. Donkey Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doug would be actually be pretty happy yeah. with that. Oh, I got called the donkey. Yeah, but, they, yeah. Something tells me me and him could have a really good argument. <laughs> <laughs> I would think so. That yeah. could be a pay-per-view yeah. argument, I think, John. There you go. Yeah. So. So what else did you guys do? Did you did you ride anything yesterday or just browsed? Uh, I'm out there with Lisa. We don't really ride anything anymore. <laughs> no, I didn't know if you did Spaceship Earth yeah, or, or no, Frozen no, we or did something nothing. like that. I met up with uh, I met up with the Bobby uh, from our podcast, our our fam uh, podcast family, and then I I saw a bunch of the Diz Dads, um, the guys whose Facebook group I've been part of for like ten years. That's cool. Um, so I saw yeah, I saw a bunch of them, and we Lisa uh, met a bunch of them and hung out for a little bit with them guys. But other than that, yeah, we just walked around a little bit and then did a trip around the uh, World Showcase. So. Yeah, I didn't know. Maybe you hopped on Living with the Land or something like that. That's all. I just had honestly, it I was... know you do things like that. I looked I looked on Tuesday, and somebody had a picture of the park on Tuesday. And it was the promenade out in World Showcase, and it looked like there was like five people walking around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so great. It's going to be awesome. We got there, and the Living Seas was a 40-minute wait. The Living with the Land was a 35, 40-minute wait. Uh, the Imagination was like a 12-minute wait. And you know when there's a line for Journey into Imagination, you can't do anything. So no. I, I didn't get it. I don't, get, I don't understand why it was so crowded yesterday. Maybe so a lot of locals too. took off Friday. Yeah, maybe that, and and I also know that our our DVC points really hit the. Uh, this is like the you know the least amount of uh, points uh, for DVC stays. 
Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of the DVC resorts are packed. I did Saratoga on uh, Thursday, and I had four runs, and I only complete. I was only able to make it all the way around on two of them because uh, the other the first two trips, my bus was full after two stops. So it it's it's really busy. So out well, there anyway yeah so. maybe a lot of local dvcs doing a three-day weekend stuff like yep, that yeah, maybe they yeah. decided or you know a lot of people maybe doing three-day weekends you know just flying in on friday friday to monday or something like that because i did see because we followed that kyle palo and, and his sister and all was down and they were you know walking right on things pretty much in magic kingdom and stuff like she was in they were like they were shocked at how low the weights were so but it seems like up and down. Now, Judith said it was pretty crowded during her, and she's going to be coming on the show next week to do a, a trip report. Her and, I would like to get Tommy on, too, but I don't think he likes me enough to do the show, John. Eh, yeah, well, you know. It, it, Maybe if you asked him, because I know they both oh, like you yeah, me. Yeah. So. I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I just don't think Tommy wants to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, I would like to... Uh, you know, they had some ups and some downs in the trip. I'll let her talk to it about it, talk to you about it. So, I'm looking forward to that. I'd like to do a nice trip report. Did you hear this, dude? Staying on food. Big River Brewing Company is closing down. Well, Doug, that makes sense that we couldn't find out that whole bunch. Um, what was it, a month and a half ago yeah. or so? We were debating back and forth. Are yeah. they open? Are they closed? What's going on there? And so now we now we know what happened. So well, it's still operating. It was operating. We did the menu, remember? It's still yeah, operating, yeah. but Big River Brewing. But you hadn't heard a whole lot no, about no, no, it, no, so no. that's that's what makes sense. So. The crazy, and you're right. But the thing about that that restaurant, it's been there forever, and you barely heard anything really good or really bad about it. It was you know, it was just there. Average. Yeah. If, if, you, <laughs> if you ever heard the term average, it would be right there, gray area. That's the Big River Brewing Company. But anyway. Resort will close at the end of operations on January 21st, 2024. So tomorrow, no more Big River Brewing Company. And I honestly liked it there. I I enjoyed it. it was, but uh, I I I enjoyed it. But a lot of times I've heard some of the things like now that there's festivals going on around the year, a lot of people would rather just pick through the festival because it's basically a lot of the stuff that they would have here because there's no specialty in this place. Like nobody goes here for, even though I love the meatloaf, I love the burgers here. I've, I've eaten here a few times. I do like the place, but nothing ever made you go, "Oh my God, this is incredible!" It was just good. It's like eating an Applebee's, John. Is what I compare it to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was good, but it wasn't anything fantastic. But I mean, honestly, Doug, it's a little disappointing because this is like the. I feel like this might be one of the last blue collar places uh, yeah. to get a burger and a sandwich out at, especially a boardwalk. Yes. Uh, I mean, ESPN T ESPN's now a tea and cake shop. So what yeah. are they going to make this some kind of fruity tooty cake? place or something and yeah. and so my god if you want a burger and a beer you're just out of luck you know it's well, not this, gonna happen the so. sad part is this is even closer to uh the yacht and beach club so it even has more of a chance of going foo foo food yeah 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 and i mean there's there's plenty of people with plenty of money and and i still don't get that sports bars are still one of the most popular type of of uh restaurants out there and it just seems like disney's now absolutely terrified of sports bars 
I don't get it. Other than what do we have left? Just the uh, one at the NBA Experience, the City Works Brewery. But other than that, that's it. Yeah, so. it makes no sense. Anything I can think of, they don't want them hanging out. They want them in the parks. I get maybe that's it. Yeah, but uh, you can go spend your that, money on. I, I, I truly believe that Disney, uh, uh, and this is just me again. I'm winning in trouble. Disney doesn't want anybody below blue collar. I mean, <laughs> their dream is to just have anybody with money that don't want to go sit at a bar all day and save food, and they don't want the riffraff of the blue collar football fan. Is my opinion. Football well, fans are riffraff, dude. If if you could have if you could sell wine at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, to walk around with a, a plastic glass of wine as opposed to uh, having at the same time to sell beer, they'd probably allow it because uh, they, that's what they want. They, they want those dude, people that champagne. are going to spend $15, yeah, $15, $20 on a glass, a good glass of wine or a champagne glass as opposed to $9 on a Bud Light. They don't want yeah. them Bud Light people. Yeah, so. No, but the third party <coughs> operated restaurant offered an indoor dining area and the waterfront. Outdoor patio serving twist on American pub classic and the handcrafted ales and lagers brewed on the premises. Now, I've eaten here a couple, three times, two times outside, one time inside. And I did prefer, it was not, the two times outside was like, the one time was with Dennis. It was like after 7, 8 o'clock, you know what I'm saying? So it was dark out. Yeah. It was nice. It was really cool. You got to watch a... Uh, a lot of stuff going on out on the boardwalk itself, like the entertainment with the jugglers and, you know, all the performers. So, yeah, yeah. But Big River Grill and Brewing Works reopened in February of 2021 after a year-long closure following the pandemic. No word yet on any plans for a permanent replacement, but Disney has said that beginning January 22nd, food trucks will be available for additional lunch options at the boardwalk. I mean, come on, man. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of disappointing. I think maybe this is also a victim of uh, uh, craft beer hit its peak about right before the pandemic. And it, ever since then, it's been slowly kind of, dis, dimin you know, uh, fading back. Mm -hmm. You know, at one time there was the uh, it was uh, the one of the biggest things at the food festivals out there was the different beers. And now you still have some, but not nearly as many. Um, and, and so I think this might also be just a victim of that, that we've kind of stepped back from the, the craft brewery and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. And one of the things I can't wrap my head and, and, and I know I'll sound hypocritical myself with this, but I do love a good food lunch truck. I, me and Brenda, I've told you in the past off the air, cause we love to cook so much. I thought about, I actually talked to maybe doing it. I've been, you know, it's still a slight possibility of something I wouldn't mind doing, if you follow me. Me and Brenda talking yeah. about even doing it together. And I don't mind the food truck. I said it was okay at the springs here and there. But, I mean, to put a food truck at the boardwalk, John, it doesn't go, one. And two, it's, I don't know, isn't a food truck at, like, at a carnival or state fair or your local uh, outdoor, I mean... Do you, wouldn't you rather see another restaurant? I mean, I don't know what the deal is with the food. I'm, I'm over the food trucks is what my point is at Disney World. Yeah, uh, where they, they put the food trucks now and it makes perfect sense is out at Fort Wilderness. Um, I see the, them come out there, and that makes a lot of sense. I mean, they, they fit in very well at Fort Wilderness. They all park down Camp there by blah, uh, blah, blah. The yeah, yeah, the settlement, and then that gives that those folks a lot of different options because you know you probably get tired of fried chicken and uh, ribs every night, and especially if that you're there for two weeks yeah. or something. So it's nice to have a, an option. 
Um, but on uh, yeah, I mean, uh, on one side we're going with uh, fancy tea shop, and then on the other side, here's food truck for you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems kind of no yeah, yeah, it doesn't so. I mean, I don't know. I just feel sad. It's closed, and they need to open up something. If you're gonna put food trucks there, you're basically my point to the whole moral to the story is. If you are actually putting food trucks here, you're basically telling us you know there's a lack of options here, and we need we need we need help. Am I wrong? Because you just yeah, opened absolutely. up a cake I mean, place. What the hell? What is? Yeah. You got the bakery, cake the cake place. Shop. I mean, what? Where are you eating at the boardwalk right now? <laughs> Have to go into Epcot, which the, is okay, but yeah. still, I mean, or to fly and fish. But what if you're just doing a like Bob and Lunch. Mary? Yeah, yeah, Bob and Mary though, and a lot of people I know anymore. Because of the price of how the parks are, but they still love Disney World. I got a lot of people I book for and have at other friends that, that hang at the resorts. They don't even go to the parks every day. They don't. They'd rather yeah. stay. They just go down and spend three or four days roaming resorts. And they need more food options at this in, in this area. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got, they've got plenty of uh, space too. You know, yeah. with that one, uh, with that one uh, joint that they never open anymore. Uh, so, not the not the dueling piano bar, but the, the Atlantic other place. Dance is always closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah, don't know that what place. that's about. I, I mean, I've been in there eight, ten times just to roam in because of staying in that area. Because you know, and I stayed at I stayed at the Swan and Dolphin many a time. So many a times we're walking back to the Swan and Dolphin, and I'll pass there, and we go in just to see what's going on. And I bet you if I've been in Atlantic Dance, let's just round it off at ten times, nine times has been empty. I mean, three, four, other five, ten people in there. You know how you've been in there, haven't you? We wandered in there one time. It was during um, the NFC and AFC championship game. They had a huge uh, TV set up, and they were serving alcohol, and people were watching the games. So it, that was a good use of the space. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do that more often. So... But John, you but you know you the reason I was asking you do know the size of that space. It's a pretty good size. Yeah, yeah real big. I've been in there so many. It's been dead empty. I mean, me and Brenda's walked in and we were like the fifth and sixth people in the building. Ten people. I it just I don't understand. It, it's a total. It doesn't get used the way it needs to. I, I mean, I don't know. I I just think they need more food options around there. I know there's some really good ones. You got the, you know. The beaches and cream, the ice cream shop, the, they have good food there. Uh, you got the outdoor pool bar over because we've eaten there. What's the pool bar at uh, Bob and Mary hang there all the time? I got pictures. Oh, of them. Hurricane Hanging. Yeah, you can go eat there. They got burgers and stuff like that, but they don't have the seating that Big yeah. River Brewing right. Company has. Even the yeah. you know even the ice cream shop doesn't have the seating that Big River has. Yeah, beaches and cream. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah uh, uh, the the Atlantic Dance Hall. Doug, wouldn't it make sense if they took one night and, and, and since they closed all the clubs at Pleasure Island and there is no place like that anymore, why don't they one night do uh, uh, and, and then advertise it across property, you know, and one night's country night, one mm -hmm. night maybe a rhythm and blues night, one night maybe uh, um, uh, even have like ballroom dancing or something and have everybody uh, have to get dressed up to go there and do some waltzes and stuff. I don't know. It would be kind of cool to, to actually have different setups for and there are still people that like to dance. I know you're a dancer. So uh, I'm an incredible I, yeah. dancer, John. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't no, need to brag because they don't usually like me, but I am absolutely incredible at it. 
So, I mean, I, I think that'd be fun. I don't understand why they don't take advantage. Uh, it's a, just another wasted space, you know? I mean, there's so many spaces at Disney that they don't use. Especially so. in that area, John. I mean, between that and Epcot, there's more empty buildings in some yeah. cities right now. I mean, <laughs> am, am I wrong? Uh, start putting us cast members up there. You know, if I have a shift that start, I got to start another t in 10 hours from when I get off. Let me crash in there. Like I said, that's all. <laughs> Why not? But here's what you got over at the boardwalk now. You got the Abracadabra Bar, which they finally, after me and Dennis went in there, finally started to uh, sell uh, some small plates and stuff. They got fries and... And, and and some uh, assorted meats and cheeses. It's called Salamui. It's like a, a charcuterie board. And then they got margarita pizza. And and the price here on the site I'm looking at, John, the the charcuterie board's $15. The abracadabra fries, they're called abra fries. They're Parmesan cheese with truffle cheese sauce and all. They're eleven fifty. And then they got a margarita pizza here. It's $50,300. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a major misprint, John. No, no, I think that actually is gold flake crust. Right, so, I think, you know, yeah. that, well, that's Bob Iger's pricing. <laughs> well, Bob could drop that in on a lunch with no problem, so. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, more DVC points, a new car, uh -huh. or a margarita pizza. I, you know, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm poor, you know. Yes. Speaking of Iger, dude, I watched the thing. Do you know he doubled his salary to over thirty-one million dollars? Is what he made last year from the well, year before. Well, there's there's a story on here. Let's see. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger earned five hundred and ninety-five times the average Disney theme park worker in twenty twenty-three. Yeah. And he doubled 595 his salary five hundred and ninety-five yeah. times the amount. And so. he doubled his salary from the pri previous year because, like, with all his stock options and everything else, he made thirty-one million. Five hundred thousand dollars, and Disney laid off seven thousand employees last year. That's disgusting. It's but, good work if you can get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you got the Bellevue Lounge, which is just breakfast. It says breakfast here. Then you got the Big River, which is closing. You got Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs. If you ever, that's outside, John. You got Boardwalk Funnel Cake. You got Boardwalk Ice Cream. You got Boardwalk Joe Snacks. You got the pizza, which is takeout. You got in-room yeah. dining. You got Carousel's Coffee. You got the Flying Fish. That's the major thing. Then you got the new Boardwalk Deli or whatever that we weren't totally... And there's no seating for any of these places except for the Flying Fish. Am I wrong about that? They have some, some seating outside right on the water, and it's nice if it's a nice cloudy day or something, but otherwise that sun's beating on you. So, yeah, it's not exactly a very inviting place, especially in the summertime. And that's so. like a half dozen tables. I mean, dozen tables. Yeah. It's not a yeah. ton. And, you, yeah. and at this time of the year, your other problem, instead of maybe the weather, is the friggin' seagulls and the other birds because uh, no matter how many times you tell people, some uh, are still going to let their kids feed french fries to the seagulls. So uh, Yeah, well... See, what I end up doing in that case, if Brenda's not with me, I take a piece of my sandwich and just put it right on the table where those people are. Let the seagulls take out the table. <laughs> Here, you want to feed them? Here, you have them all. Uh, yeah. they, they updated the deli for lunch and dinner, John. You want to hear what they have over there now? Sure. I know Robbie was he had a, what the pastrami or the uh, Reuben or something there, and he just wasn't that impressed at all. But yeah, their sandwiches sounded pretty good, but. Dude, I think Robbie could have Gordon Ramsay. 
Wolfgang Puck, yeah. uh, what Giada De Laurentiis and other Blue Star chefs, and I think he would find a problem with one of the meals. <laughs> He's a critic. He's the critic from uh, Ratatouille, John. Okay. okay. Nah, we love Robbie, but yeah, I'm, I'm dude. I'm, I would probably turn my head on half the stuff here, too, from where I'm from up here with the food. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, th know. That's the problem. I mean, if you get a Jewish deli or an Italian deli around the corner from you and then you come down here, it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's just not. So. I, I got 30 pizzerias that has better sandwiches <laughs> in here. Within, I guarantee you. Uh, within 10 miles of my house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. yeah. But anyhow, uh, Caesar salad with chicken. Kale and romaine lettuce. Can you hear me fine? <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sea yeah. salt, croutons, parmesan with dressing on the side for eleven twenty nine, and then you got a mixed berry salad. That's a spring mix with strawberries, blueberries, blackberry seeds, almonds, and a berry vinaigrette for ten twenty nine. And then they got a bunch of snacks. They got Greek yogurt, Mickey Crisp rice treats, cutie mandarins, mixed fruit cups, bananas, oranges, red apples. So you can get your fruit in you. But their sandwiches are an Italian sub. Ham, uh, what's this? Sepressata? Sepressata? It's S-O-P-P-R-E-S-S-A-T-A. Sepressata? Yeah, Sepressata. Yeah. Pepperoni, provolone, arugula, tomato, and red wine vinaigrette, eleven forty nine. Uh Chicken and walnut salad wrap. Which is a rotisserie chicken, chicken, grapes, walnuts, mayonnaise, spinach wrap, ten ninety nine. You get a grilled cheese sandwich with provolone and cheddar on multigrain served. Choice side. Now, I would want nothing to do with that, John. To me, a grilled cheese is American cheese, white bread. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I, I I don't want provolone. I want. A, you know what I mean? A grilled cheese. That's a, a grilled cheese to me. But served with your choice side. I don't want multigrain. Grilled cheese. Do you, John? I actually that sounds pretty good to me. So yeah. I I love all kinds of cheese. So yeah, I, yeah I, I, any type of melted cheese I'm good for. Yeah, so. I don't want multi green bread, dude. Give me a white bread. Uh so and I'm not being discriminating against the monkey the multi green uh, here, John. Uh, look here. look at look at all right, white bread. Yes, but anyway, nine ninety nine for a grilled cheese sandwich, John. <laughs> uh. Veggie Crunch Muffaletta. Cured and pickled root vegetable, cheese, arugula, olive vegetable, tapenata on a ciabatta served with choice aside for $10.49. Then you got the roasted turkey sandwich for $10.49, which is an oven roasted turkey with vine ripe tomatoes, provolone, and garlic aioli. And then you got the warm corned beef Reuben. Is that what our buddy Barabi had? Yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah, a sauerkraut pickled <clears throat> Swiss and Thousand Island dressing on a marble rye served with your choice of side. I'm sorry, fourteen forty nine. If I'm getting a corned beef Reuben, I'm getting it up here. I'm not going to go to Disney World and get it. But now there's even places down here that I would prefer to get a Reuben from as opposed to uh, Walt Disney World. But, but that's me. So, but I do like the idea of getting the grilled cheese because they have coleslaw, which is three forty nine. But they got tomato basil soup for four ninety. There you go. Yeah. See, actually, that wouldn't be bad at all. That that nice grilled cheese sandwich and some tomato soup. Yeah. That sounds like good lunch. Especially today, how cold it is there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and chilly. They got dude potato chips, and they're telling me it's plant based. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. If you're no kidding, you, yeah, stop. But for potato chips side, they want four forty nine for a side of chips, John. 
and you know they're hard as a rock. And then yum yum. House made deli pipple pipple pickle. Two twenty nine, two twenty nine. House made pimples. Ew, yeah. no, no. Well, you eat enough of that provolone in that sandwich, you're gonna make a house made pimple out of that. But house made <laughs> deli pickle, two twenty nine. Then they got ham and cheese sandwiches for children for seven forty nine. Grilled cheese sandwich for the kids for six seventy nine. There's honest, Doug's sandwich. There's yeah. there's Doug's sandwich right yeah. there. It's it served with carrot sticks and strawberries for six seventy nine. <clears throat> I guarantee. And and the child sandwich would probably be perfect for me with a side of tomato soup. I'm good. Uh, they got Mickey Mouse celebrated cake uh, with white chocolate. You can get a whole cake. It's white chocolate cake, vanilla cake. It's thirty nine dollars, and a Mickey Mouse celebration dark chocolate cake for thirty nine dollars. They got Mickey brownies five seventy nine, key lime pie four ninety nine, sugar cookies three forty nine, cannolis four ninety nine, cookies and cream six twenty nine, and brownie cheesecake, which sounds good for five twenty nine. Bakery, they got a New York crumb cake for $3.99, a croissant for $3.79, blueberry muffin $3.79 or chocolate chip, Mickey cinnamon roll $6.79, almond croissant for $4.79, banana bread, I love a good banana bread, especially for breakfast, $3.79, mixed berry scone $3.79, cinnamon yummy $4.99, Snickle Doodle Muffin $3.99, Chocolate Croissant $3.99, Chocolate Dip Cream Puff $4.19, Bagels, which, again, I'm going to be turning my nose up uh-huh. with a Florida bagel for $3.79, and then Cranberry Scone for $3.99, and then you got a bunch of your normal drinks and coffees. And they have beer here. They got White Claw Black Cherry Hard Seltzer for $10, and then they got some domestic bottled beer. So, I mean, it's a nice big menu, but I don't know if there's rural places to eat there. No, and uh, I mean, granted, so a lot of the a lot of those folks using that place would be staying at the boardwalk, so they'd, yeah. they'd be grab and go. So they're yeah. getting it and taking it back to the room. So yeah. you can see, but uh, but you still need more chairs and stuff out outside. And then you got Trattoria uh, Al Forno, the the restaurant, which. I've heard not. I got. I I got to go back there. I've heard nothing but good things about this, John. Yeah, that's the one that me and Lisa ate at twice, and we really enjoyed it. But yeah, I enjoyed. The, it. We have to go back. They took. Yeah, they took uh, Lisa's risotto off of the menu, and that was her favorite dish. So. Let me see if it's back. They updated the menu in uh, in December, John. Well, while you're looking for that, Doug, I'll tell you what else we did yesterday morning. Of course, we went over to French Quarter in the morning and got beignets for breakfast. Uh, so, yeah, there's a good start for the day. Yeah. And then, but uh, we went by Cat's Connection, um, and I got some of our friends in over there to do some shopping. But they have now, and I'm going to put the picture out later. I'll, I'll uh, make sure to put it on Twitter, too, or X or whatever the heck that place is now. Mm. But it, um, they have, they're going to start bringing in over there. Um, retired vehicles mm. from attractions that are retired. So they had a Mr. Toad's car. Oh. And so you're able to get a picture with it, and I was so happy. <laughs> so, That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, one of my favorite attractions. So, uh, But the next one they're going to have is one of the um, cars from uh, Snow White Scary Adventure. So I'll be excited to see that when it gets over there too. That so. would be awesome. You know what I call it now, John? What's that? I call it Twex. Twex. Okay. That's, All right. That's what I call it. Because I don't know what to call it either, so I've been calling it Twex. Brenda goes, what are yeah, you doing? Uh, I'm on Twex. 
I haven't I haven't posted anything on there in probably a couple of months. But um, yesterday I went ahead and got some of the pictures out from the flower and garden. It was not, nice to I see. I keep calling it that the art festival. Um, got some of that stuff out there and stuff. And Tuesday. Let's see what to yeah Tuesday when I I did uh, because the Skyliner is down for refurb so that's how I was able to get overtime this past week um, uh, running Hollywood Studios to Pop Century um, so driving that bus but I took a, a group back and when the guys got off the bus one one guy and his uh, him and his wife came up and he said are you on Twitter and I go, uh, well, I used to be. Yeah, I used to post all the time. And he goes, I'm drunk stormtrooper. Yeah. So <laughs> I met one of the guys that knows me because my name's Beer Solo, and he's drunk stormtrooper. So it was really cool. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see him. So that's cool. You ran into a bunch of friends at a show yesterday. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, it was an eventful week, and I got recognized, uh, Doug. I got a, uh, and, and I wish we got a little bump in pay or something when we do this, but we, we just so I got a little certificate. Um, I I was pulling away from Pop Century one morning, and there was I, I happened to glance in my mirrors, and I always try to do this, especially if my bus isn't packed. I look and make sure nobody's running for the bus as I get ready to pull away, and I happened to see a, a family running for the bus, so I stopped, opened the doors, and they got on. They were very appreciative, so they took my name and stuff and then sent me in a recognition um, pin. So it was good. So That's awesome, John. That's really good. You're a good, you're a good bus driver, Johnny. Yeah, there's too many, uh, there's too many grumpy guys out there. I mean, the hardest part of our job, Doug, is honestly um, putting a wheelchair in and, People act like that is the toughest thing they've ever done in their entire lives, and it always makes me think they've never had a real blue collar no, job. Because I've done tree work before, I've done, and obviously I worked 15 years of delivering food, lugging stuff up and down stairs and on my shoulders, and you know carrying uh, 100 pound items at one time up and down stairs and all that type of stuff. So p- strapping a wheelchair in is literally nothing so i don't understand why so there's so many people in bad moods out there all the time i just don't get it so well the one that i get like i just told you i listen to that kyle palo all the time and i and i really like the kid i i mean is he's straightened out a lot since he's hooked up with his girlfriend casey like she's calming down quite a bit but he's on there his his whole and and I'm not saying it's not a job because I work doing this. It, you know, it's 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 something else you got to dedicate. And you do too. You got to dedicate like what we're doing right now. We got to be dedicated to keep this going every week. Am I wrong? No. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But it's not on the same level as getting out and busting your uh, no, mowing grass but, and weed eating. You know. So, but, but yeah, there's a certain level of uh, it's the same. It, it, and I would compare it to eBay. I yeah. mean, eBay is, is, is a job, but it's still not the same. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. But he's on his podcast. I need to take this week. I'm stressed. I'm ran down. I'm beat up. His whole job is walking through the parks filming. That's his job. <laughs> I, and, I'm like, and he's complaining. And I get it because I know it is a job. But, dude, you, you are so blessed that you are making – he's probably making six figures because he has enough followers. I know he's making bank because you can tell he's doing well. And he's crying about, you know, I go on these cruises and I'm constantly, he does like 10 cruises a year, gets going to Disneyland for free. His whole life is filming, which, John, how happy would me and you be to roam around the parks every day filming? I mean. That would be pretty ideal. I'll, I'd be happy to trade with you, buddy. Yeah. I mean. And yeah. I'm like, and I, I, had a, I had a comment to him. I said, dude, why don't you go do a ride along with the guy that 
rides on the back of the trash truck. Or go to one of the developments that's hanging <laughs> sheetrock around you. Why don't you go ride with him for the day? Why don't you go uh, hop up on a roof and carry some shingles? Why don't you go, exactly. Yeah, why don't you go drive a tractor trailer or a bus for a few days and actually do something that... Yeah, or go teach a class of kids. You know, go in yeah. and go hang out with a nurse for a day. Or <laughs> I mean, dude, you're so blessed. And I can go on and on and on. I'm not trying to do all blue collar jobs. My point is, you're blessed. Stop. We don't. And and I know he was. He wasn't trying to be a tool about it, but he cried so much. It's like I'm sitting here, like, dude, stop. I don't want you for that. You're blessed. I and I I know people don't want to listen to me cry, so I'm being hypocritical. But you get my point, John. We do have a full-time yes, job. Yeah, yeah. If, dude, if this was covering all of my salary and I went to Disney World three, four times a year off of this for nothing, I would be the happiest SOB ever doing this show. You know what I'm saying? So No, and then, then the only thing, you'd have to find some criticisms for uh, just to make the show interesting. But, hell, other than that, you'd be in a good mood all the dang time. So, you know. And, yeah. again, uh, I'm... 70% happy with Disney, 30% sad, but it just seems like the 30% continues to go. Like, I've heard, I'm going to read the Trattoria Al Forno menu because that's one of my favorite things to do, but one of the latest things I heard that uh, the new T Tiana ride is only going to have 17 animatronics in the whole building now. And it used to have 68. Does that not depress you? I don't know. The one I the one thing I did see about that is they're going to be real animatronics. They're not going to be uh, the mapping tech ma mapping faces like they have well, on uh, Frozen and uh, Seven Dwarfs. Well, let me put it this way: the one story I listened to was uh, Iger even went through it, and a bunch of the Disney bigwigs. And when they got done, they said, "This is boring. We need something else." Is one of the latest reports. So. I hope not, dude, because I love Splash with every fiber of my being. And did I tell you the other story about, because uh, do you ever watch the Mickey Views? I know you don't watch a lot of things, so I'm asking a rhetorical question, because you're going to tell me, no, dog, I don't, but I have to ask it anyway. Do you know the kid Braden that does Mickey Views? Have you ever seen him? No, Doug, I don't. <laughs> okay. he, he does a really good show. I watch a lot of this stuff because I got to get information like you're there all the time. So I, I'm there a couple times a year, once, twice a year. I watch a lot of this stuff because I consider it homework of our show. You know, And I like to get different. And I watch all different of these YouTubers and stuff like that because some, some are Bob Iger who could, you know, drop food on their head and oh that's amazing I, I got disney food on my head you know they they can't say anything wrong so i watch them to the extreme complainers which i feel like i'm falling more towards and i feel bad about that but anyway i watch all these youtube but this kid Braden does a really good job he does a, he has a nice setup you know how wdw news today does their have their set and everything yeah. Well, this kid Braden set blows her away. Blows hers away. It's really nice. He has like a dad. It, it, he does a good job. And he reminds me of a little young reporter. Because when he does a story, he don't leave a stone unturned. He does a major story. He did a story on that Brightline train line. And he goes every day and he makes a good living off of this. It's his livelihood. He's in his early 20s. But he did a story on... Have you noticed how sometimes you go on a... a, a now I'm losing uh, my avatar, Flight of Passage. Now, how you go on that sometimes and the screen seems blurry and other times it don't? 
John? No, no, <clears throat> no. Okay. I haven't noticed it. There's been a lot, a lot of the last couple years. There's been a lot of complaints. Me and Brenda, the last time we were on, it was a little blurry, and we didn't know why. We thought it was the angle we were on, and then I also yeah, had yeah. that couple, blah blah blah. Well, anyway, he broke the story that when they originally, and now there's another story out about them going wanting to go 2D. When they broke, when that ride opened, they ordered like I'll just put it. I don't know the exact number, but they ordered like say a million millions of glasses, John. Because they're really special 3D glasses for that ride specifically. And then they had a bunch in reserve that they bought when the ride opened that they would slowly integrate in with the broken glasses and the replace because some idiots do steal them and sell them on eBay, which you guys know that. Uh, but anyway, now supposedly Disney is completely out of the glasses. And the, and the ones they have are poor to okay. And that's what's ruining the ride. They and they and to keep the budget, DeMarco and them are not ordering the new glasses because it would cost so much and would enter into the fiscal budget, and it would ruin their their uh, profit share. So now they're talking about turning that ride into 2D, John, because of this. Okay. Now, you have to admit that's a disgrace. Yeah, but I, I I've never even heard anything about this. But okay. Yeah. So, now and and, yeah. and again it and it's it's a story that I heard there. But I also seen multiple other posts about it. And then there was also a post, a couple posts online about it. So it's 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 getting major traction about the ride having problems if you get the wrong glasses. Which if that's the I don't know if it's the case or not, but it seems the way things are going with a lot of things they're doing, it wouldn't surprise me. What about you? Nah, if they can find a way to get it uh, uh, cheaper, especially yes. for the fiscal bottom line for the all important um, stockholders, then yeah, they'll they'll do it. And you got to make sure Bob gets his uh, his extra couple of bucks. So. And and Disney stocks are they're going on an all time low droppage is what they've been going. <sighs> but anyway, we'll read more of that with the Tiana. But let's do uh, Trattoria Al Forno the dinner menu, John. They just for twenty twenty four. They updated that, so. Okay. Are you good with that? Sounds like a winner to me. They got calamari for $18. Uh, they got a bread service with olive oil, complimentary with each meal. There's not even a price here. I've never seen that put in the appetizers and not have a, and then say that next to it. Uh, salami, cured meats, cheese, pickled garden, harvest vegetable, $15. They got a tomato. I love it. Dude, I'm sorry, but. A good tomato bruschetta is probably a top 10 on my all-time, all-time list of good food. If it's made right, it's hard to beat a good bruschetta. Am I wrong? Yeah, it's very tasty. Yeah. And and you feel... The reason I'm saying this is it's one of those foods that tastes so good when it's right and, you, and it's good for you. You don't feel guilty eating it. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just bread and tomatoes and yeah. maybe some olive oil and stuff. Yeah, so, so. Yeah. But it's <clears throat> oven roast and ciabatta... Genovese, Genovese basil, aged balsamic, and it's plant-based, John. No crap. Uh, coastal mussels, John. You got vino, bianco, shaved fennel, chilies, and pesto cream for nineteen bucks. And then you got a charcuterie board for fifteen. Soups and salad. Insalata caprese, burrata, ripened tomato, extra virgin olive oil, fourteen dollars. You got a Tuscan salad, countryside greens, almonds, gorgonzola, blackberry, lemon, and vinaigrette for thirteen. And then you got your Caesar salad, pizza. You got a margarita pizza uh, for twenty. Pizza carne. 
It's our Italian three-meat pizza and prosciutto uh, capicola sausage and pepperonis. $23. That's to that get a heart attack. Good. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to get you in multiple ways. Common and golf. What a way to suggest. You know, if you got to go, I mean, yes. go big. Yeah. Then they got a regular pepperoni for 21 And then they got pizza Staganelli. It's a chef seasonal pizza selection for $23. Your, your entrees are lasagna, blended Italian cheese, beef, veal, pork, and herbed ricotta for $31. Then you got a breaded chicken breast, uh, you know, chicken parm for $29. Oak grilled strip steak Florentine. Herb roasted vegetable olive oil potatoes and amaran butter, $39. Veal osabuca for $35. Shrimp papadella. I like a good shrimp papadella, don't you? Yes, I like your shrimp anything, so... That's $32 with the artichokes, tomatoes, capers, white wine, butter sauce. Truffle yeah, gnocchi. Oh, I love gnocchi, John. Don't you like gnocchi? You know, as much as I've delivered that stuff, I don't think I've ever had a fresh gnocchi. I mean, oh. I used to deliver the frozen or the, yeah, the uh, uh, packaged ones, and I've tried those a couple of times, and they're good, but I've never had a, like a fresh gnocchi oh. from anywhere. So I've had fresh. Some point. No, I've had the fresh <clears throat> gnocchi too, because you know how I love that Tutu Gusto's wine sour. I've had that there. Yeah, so yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah, okay. And then uh, they got. Uh, uh, Pescata del Gir Gir Girno. It's a bell pepper, zucchini, and cannellini beans for $33. It's panacetta, bell pepper, zucchini, and cannellini beans. Sorry to scream, move. That's $33. So prices here aren't bad. That's the most expensive thing on the... Or $35 is the veal. That ain't too bad. But no risotto. No risotto, no risotto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had the lasagna here, and I've had the veal asubuku, and we went one time with Nicholas, um, and he had the steak florentine. And all three of those dishes were really good, but Lisa's favorite was the uh, risotto, and I don't know if I can talk her into going back without the risotto being on the menu. So well, it's disappointing. What I like about this place is they got, which is nice, like you could do these things, but they also have, because I did this, they had the grilled chicken breast on the side. You can get a grilled chicken breast for six bucks added to your meal, John. But that's not bad. Six bucks? Yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah, the prices here don't sound that bad at all. I mean, yeah. actually, they they're they're very reasonable. I would say that's probably comparable to, uh, what's what's above a uh, Olive Garden? Uh, maybe a uh, Romano's Macaroni Grill or someplace yeah. like that. Uh, Carabas maybe maybe a little more expensive than that, but not a whole lot more expensive than that. Yeah, honestly, the prices so. here aren't bad. And you got a side of you can get a side because I got this here, which was delicious. A side of shrimp scampi for nine bucks, nine nine fifty. That ain't bad. Mmm, shrimp scampi. Mmm, yum. Dude, I could go here and get the shrimp scampi and a chicken breast with some garlic bread. I'm good to go here. Uh, go yeah, yeah, and and uh, uh, I remember about a year and a half ago or so, Doug, I told you that me and Lisa went to one of our local so-called so Italian restaurants, and, <laughs> and, and, oh. and we ate, and it was, it was okay, but I, if you remember, I said I couldn't believe they just didn't bring bread out. I mean, yeah. at Disney... At Trattoria Al Forno, they're bringing a bread serve, a, a, yeah. you know, bread and olive oil out yeah. for free. I can't believe some joint here wouldn't bring out a loaf of friggin' French bread. I mean, come on, that's just so cheesy. Yeah. You're eating Italian food, of course you need garlic bread yeah. or or some kind of bread. That's and, just 
Dilly. And the way you said that with no pun intended, cheesy. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo lollipop. Yeah. And not to say that not to say that there are no good Italian restaurants in, in Tampa, because I delivered to a lot of them that are yeah. very authentic and good, but the ones in Bushnell and Brooksville, yeah, not so much. <laughs> no, well, you got yeah. you got Anthony and Joe Joe and all them moving down from New York and Philly going to open those places in Tampa to, for the crew, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you got that, and then with, uh, I actually delivered to a lot of, lot of them that, uh, believe it or not, were directly from Sicily and from Italy itself, as mm-hmm. opposed to, and then there was quite a few delis that uh, they had been transplanted from Brooklyn. So Uncle Tony told them to show up in Tampa, and that's where their joint's going to be when they get off the boat from Italy. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yep. But they got the olives for five fifty, garlic bread for seven fifty. Uh, and then they got crispy pinchetta for sixteen bucks. It's a it's a risotto ball with creamy rich mozzarella center. Then you got your tiramisu for eleven. You got some coconut You got some uh, like uh, fresh gelato for six seventy five. Panna cotta for eleven bucks. So that, I mean, this is a good place to go to. Is it's it's not really super duper expensive. You can. You could have a, a nice meal there. It's a nice, quiet atmosphere. It's nice in there. Yeah, and it's an open kitchen plan, so you can yeah. watch them. Um, and that, I think that was one of the biggest thrills was uh, actually watching the poor guy in the Mac making the risotto because that's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, delicately uh, pouring the chicken broth in there while you're stirring for 20 minutes. So yeah, <laughs> that was entertaining. Stop, so, yeah. So. But that, that's all you have here. I mean, at, over at the boardwalk, most of it, you know, a big river going down is a major, uh, major, you know, major people eater there. I mean, it, it had seats. There's not many places with seats in the boardwalk area. Yeah, they're going to have to open something back up. I know they're going to put the food truck over there for a couple of weeks, but hopefully there's something coming in there. But it kind of limits the space because either it's going to have to be another place because they have those vats in there for brewing beer. So it's going to have to either be a version of... Uh, a brew pub or they're going to have to gut it and re and reshape that entire space which would take quite yeah. a while so yeah and the cape may cafe over at the beach club they have and then they got beaches and cream and cape may cafe opened up they got a new uh they got a new breakfast menu which is cool they you know they open for breakfast with your normal breakfast selections uh, what is it here? Adult price is $47, child's 30 It's like, a, I guess it's a, they got the, they got the characters here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did this, yeah. we did this a couple of years ago with yeah. the characters, so, yeah, it was a fun time. And they updated their menu, so, you can head over there for breakfast, but they don't have a, there, there's not a lot, a lot of sit-down dining options over at that area i think they need i that big river brewing company they need to do something really nice with that in my opinion yeah yeah something something for us uh medium of the road folks you know mm-hmm. maybe not uh, maybe they'll just switch the espn club over there that'd be okay with me open it back up yeah, that would be incredible <clears throat> anything well, I'd, I'd set her for buffalo wild wings going over here uh, yeah i agree i agree something over there and then the Yacht Club, you know, I do love the, I, I eat at the Ellen, that's probably, I've eaten more breakfasts at the Ellen Compass, which, you know, before, what was the name before that? Um, Wasn't it, 
the Captain's Grill. Yeah, or Captain's Grill. It? Yes, I've yeah. eaten breakfast here probably thirty four. I can't even count how many times because that's our go to eat breakfast here heading to Epcot for today. You know what I'm saying, kind of deal. Yeah, we've done we've actually done that one for breakfast probably four or five times, which is uh, unusual that, that we ate anywhere that many times. But yeah, we've done it several times, and it's always been pretty good. Yeah, I enjoy breakfast here at Allen Compass, but you got the Crew Cup Lounge, and then you got the Yachtsman's, and that's all the Yacht Club really has. They have the Allen Compass Lounge snacks, but they don't have, I mean, you would think that area would have more options. Now, you do have options if you want to head over to the Swan and Dolphin, because they get a ton. Yeah, so you can yeah, walk over yeah, there you if you those. want some fine dining, too. And other, I mean, there's not a there. I think there needs to be more uh, diversity around that area. Yeah, needs more places with uh, pub grub. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, boardwalk food. Uh, so, sweeten your Valentine's Day, Valentine's treats. So Disney World has a bunch of treats out. Uh, Disney After Hours to be extended in the summer at Walt Disney World. They haven't been selling these out the way they were, Johnny. No, no, no. They're they're not quite as popular this year as they have been in the last couple of years. Well, I think I I honestly think the price point is slowly getting to the point where you you you, you can't justify it. I hope so. I yeah. hope they're I I I really hope the price point for the stupid lightning lane gets to a point where the people aren't paying for it anymore. But, well, that was the whole story because I told you about a. You were talking. You went to Walmart. Well, I went to target yesterday and i was like so close to throwing a senior temper tantrum it was incredible because they had zero zero lanes open none everything was self-checkout and i had a whole cart full of stuff and i had to get stuff it was snowing here i had to get stuff for mom because her prescriptions are there and stuff like that so i had to get different and i picked up her coffee and her stuff like that i already had it all in my car and i get up front and nobody's there and and the problem with target too is john it's not like I even understand that a little bit. If you got one item or two items, you want to, when you have a whole cart, there's no room to put the crap. Plus, in this state, we have no bags. You don't have the bag. You got to bring your own. And I didn't have mine in there with me because I didn't plan on all this. But the bottom line is, you have no place to put the stuff. So now you're shooting it in the cart, and then you got the girl hovering. But I feel like the reason I get so angry, and I get, I mean, I was fuming, like. It ain't like me to get as angry as I was yesterday, John. <laughs> but I was like, I was ready to bite somebody's head off. And the reason I get so I feel like I'm doing a freaking job for the store, John. I feel like I'm working for them. You and are. it pisses me off for nothing. And then I look at all these the young kids in the store. like, And I'm not talking about the ones that are working there. I'm looking, talking about like the lady in front of me had a, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. And I look at them and I'm like, what are they going to do for a job when they get to be... In their 20s 16. and 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 16, 17, and when there's no uh, no uh, tellers, no yeah. no bag boys required, no, no yeah, none of that stuff. Yeah, because I started yeah. the normal Ray moment when I was last week, and everybody was in line agreeing with me, but none of them. I said, well, let's all just, get, let's all just refuse to use it. Like, stop using it. Refuse. I, and I, I was just so angry, John. I was just so angry. Well, you, Doug, if you're required to use it, you should start demanding your employee discount. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I can't do what others do, but everybody on Twitter and TikTok say, well, this is my employee discount. I only ring up half my cart. 
<laughs> Which I can't blame them. I mean, I blame them because I would never steal, and I don't want to say that, but it's just, it's disgusting. It's just so disgusting that nobody nobody wants to work. Uh, did you hear Lenny Smoot was the second Disney uh, exploring Disney Research Lab? Was that whole tile floor with the National Inventors Hall of Fame inductee Lenny Smoot? I think he's the second Disney one inducted in the Hall of Fame, second to Walt Disney. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Lenny has made significant contributions <clears throat> to Disney theme parks, attraction, entertainment experience with over 100 lifetime patents. Born in 1955 in Brooklyn, New York, Smoot, curiosity and science and imagineering began in his childhood, spurred by his parents' support after attending Brooklyn Technology High School and Columbia University on scholarships from Bell Labs. He began his career at Bell Labs, contributing to fiber optic transmission technology and video teleconferencing systems. Johnny joined Disney and joining Disney in 1998, I'm sorry, Smoot, I, call, I don't know why I call him Johnny, became <laughs> their most inventive mind developing interactive attraction like the like there were where where's the fire at Epcot an interactive lightsaber experience at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser sorry nobody got to see that Harley yeah, yeah. Larry also made the floating Medina Le Madame Leota I'm sorry the screen is jumping Madame Leota a reality at the Haunted Mansion he should go in the Hall of Fame just for that there you go yeah exactly Recognized with three The Awards and as a Disney Research Fellow, Smoot was first at Disney to earn 100 patents. He advocated for diversity, innovation, and encouraging exploration of natural talents among future in innovators. So congratulations to him. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, what else do we have here, Johnny? Do you see the new merchandise for 2024, Doug? Is any of that grabbing you? No, it and, and again, Does not. we're going to sound <laughs> negative, but 2023 <laughs> didn't either. It's gotten so cheesy. Yeah, this stuff, look, it just is so over-the-top colorful, you know, none of it looks, you know, I mean, none of it is, um, you know, without being stuck up or fruity toot. I mean, none of it looks classy. It all no. looks very, very chintzy. And, you know, I mean, me and Lisa are all about, um, Lisa's got some bright tie-dye shirts and all that mm. type of stuff, but none of this looks mm. any appealing yeah. at all. I mean, it's just, yeah. So. Oh, that was the other thing that that kid Braden was talking about, because this just reminded me of it, with the refurbishment walls up around now Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad was down for a few days. He was, the whole moral to that story was, is uh, a lot of the rides that are being shut down out of nowhere constantly lately. He was talking about, and he said a lot of it has to do with like pirates, and you would probably know about this. He said like if a boat gets a little bit out of order, it'll shut the system off and you'll have to reset everything. And then there's these uh, electric, there's like these breakers or I don't know, some kind of uh, electronics that has to be put back into them to reset the ride or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about, John? Uh, Pirates is one of the older attractions, and there are several old attractions like this where when you have an e-stop, which is an emergency stop, yes. um, for some reason you have to 
reset the entire system. So you have to evacuate everybody, which takes a long time on Pirates of the Caribbean because obviously people are on boats. So that takes a long time to begin with. And once people are out, then you have to figure out what the e-stop was about. Once that re- that is resolved, then you have to recycle and reset the entire attraction. When I worked there and say we opened at 9 o'clock, well, we came in at 6.15, 6.30. So it takes two, and, two, two and a half hours to get that attraction up and running to to flowing the way it's supposed to flow with all because it's the it's backstage where the boats have to go up the ramps and stuff like that to get back up to the upper level that that really takes a while and to get those jets up to up to snuff and all that stuff so yeah it, it's a long long process and if something triggers it and it stops automatically or if one of our uh, cast members sees something and they hit the e-stop it takes a long time to reset it so well, what he was trying to get to is, because he was being serious, because the kid really does love the parks. He's not usually negative at all. But what he was trying to say is, like, Pirates has been down, and supposedly, from what he hears, he's friends with a lot of cast members. Because he's in that age, you know what I'm saying, college yeah. student, all that. Right. He said a lot of the older electronics from that and uh, Big Thunder are constantly putting the rides down when they're unscheduled maintenance. And he said, on the other hand, is it... Is it unscheduled maintenance, or are they trying to get you to pay Lightning Lane for the other track? Like, trying to slow down, like, the crowd eaters to make you buy Lightning. Like, he's being very... And I get what he's saying. Like, like things like... Stitch's Great Escape now, John, has been closed for how many years? Ten? Yeah. 12. So I'm saying that's... If, like, all these... Like, if that's down, Pirates... That don't... They don't seem to want to reopen that, which makes no sense. Again, another building we're talking about that they're doing nothing with. Yeah, but yeah exactly. if Haunted Mansion's <clears throat> down... I mean, if uh, Pirates is down, Splash Mountain's down for refurbishment, and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad's down, and then Haunted Mansion kicks because he said he was in parks with all them down... What do you do? And where, 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 what am I getting for the money I paid for the day? Yeah, if you don't do Lightning Lane, you're not doing. You're not getting on Tron, and you're not doing a big. I mean, a Seven Doors Mine Train without Lightning Lane, are you? Unless you're standing for two hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, Doug, I, I can't speak to everybody's experience, but I can tell you honestly, I have never heard somebody tell you this. This attraction's going down because we want to get more people. I mean, but that's, but that's the, but me and Brenda have honestly talked about this. What would stop them from closing certain things? It would not. I mean, they're just closed. What would stop them from doing that to push you towards buying the other stuff? I mean, I'm being this conspiracy theory, but what would stop them from doing that? If they're not getting the purchases for Lightning Lane they want that day, what would stop them from closing a couple attractions? Because there's rumors of Ben Crashes have been closed, but we don't know why, is what I... This is the stuff I read, John, or I look into and I listen to. Well, they're... they're- yeah, they're never going. They're never going to tell you why, Doug. We, exactly. That was one of our big things. I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, if uh, because that's just Disney's policy. I mean, but, they don't want to tell you what that was. But I again, I was never. I was. I worked on Pirates for a year. I never remember a situation where we were closed just because. I mean, no, no. It was, there, I hear there's you, always but, something but, there. So. But was that ride down? All because it seems to be going down a lot lately. In the past year. And so is Big Thunder. Like, they've been shutting that and Haunted Man. They've been going down a lot more than usual. Was Pirates down a lot when you worked on it? Yeah. 
Yeah, Pirates is always down a lot. It, yeah. it has a lot of 101 figures, and what that means is that there's certain characters, all of the Captain Jacks, which I know you wouldn't care about anyway, no, but all of the Captain all Jacks. No, he could all Yeah, the, I think the, the Redhead, um, and then there's like two or three Captain Barbosa on the ship, and all of those figures, There's I think there were 11 of them. And if any of those 11 are not working properly, then the, the attraction is shut down. Because those uh, 11 figures are deemed to be the most important, and if you're going to ride it, you want to see those 11 figures. And so if they're not working, then the ride's 101 and shut down. It's just, it is what it is. So, and, and like I said, if it's shut down, then it takes a long time to get it back up and running. So, yeah, Pirates is always, and believe me, Doug, I'm standing out front, and you don't want to know how many times I heard the phrase, you ruined my vacation. <laughs> Ma'am, I did not shut this attraction down to ruin yes, your vacation. Yes, she did, John. Okay? Yes, she did, dude. It is, no, you did. It, it, that, I ruined people's vacation there. I ruined people's vacation because uh, uh, I, you missed getting on my bus. I ruined people's vacation because dude, one time... Dude, you're just face working, it. You're a vacation yeah, ruiner, dude. I'm a horrible person. No, you're well, a one vacation per, one, uh, one time when I worked at Festival of the Lion King, I wouldn't let your little little Abigail go join the uh, dancing um, princess, uh, John. The parade. Don't call her yes, names. So. She's a princess, John. She was right. So, Parents are yes. always right, John. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't want to know how frustrating it is to to be out there working, Doug, and people are telling you they're like I, this is what I you know I got up this morning, I drove eighty five miles to get here to wait for you to shut this ride down to John, ruin your vacation, <laughs> dude. I don't, I never I didn't want to say this, but people, do you know how many times John texts me saying today's going to be one of those days where I just piss <laughs> people off? <laughs> that's what i'm here for yes. that's what i do he'll wake up he texts me goes yeah today i'm gonna piss some people off i'm just letting you know i'm in that mood dude yep yep, yeah. yep. let me see how many uh gig, how many people you leave at the bus stop the yeah. gig is up on your sweetness john <laughs> i'm gonna put a whoopee cushion on the third row seat you know yeah uh, the one the one the one time i actually had to uh talk to a leader out there he was like uh, well, this woman said you were going to vacation because uh, you wouldn't let her daughter <laughs> into the parade. Uh, and then he looks at me and he goes, you were just doing your job, right? And I go, yeah, go, okay. <laughs> so It's so frustrating at times. It really is. Okay, no matter what you do. Okay, vacation uh, ruiner, dude. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Garden Rocks Concert Series Performer Lineup for 2024 International Festival of the Flowering Garden Festival, John. So what do we have here? There's a big ass lineup here, John. We got any the TBAs. Yeah, my favorite group. No, we don't have many of them so far. We got the Vibe though on February 28th and 29th on my beautiful wife's birthday, March 1st, and then the second you got Jason Chef, and then you got Richard Marks on the third and the fourth, Emilition Motown March 5th, 6th, and 7th, Berlin March 8th and 9th. Man, how far Rick Springfield has fallen. 10th and 11th. <laughs> oh. He top of the world at one time, wasn't he? Yeah, one of my audio books I listened to was about uh, cause, uh, Stamos, because he's a big Disney fan. I've always been a <coughs> Stamos fan. Like I said, he's one of those good-looking guys in my brotherhood. You know, Stamos, me, Brad Pitt, wow. you know, us good-looking guys, Captain Handsome. But I, li I listened to his audio book, and he talked about how he met Rick. Rick Springfield was like the only butthole that he's really ever met. 
because it was when he, when Jesse's girl and all was hitting, he was on General's Hospital and, and he wouldn't even talk to him. He wouldn't even look at him, would ignore him. Like he was the only one that thought he was better. He wanted out of his contract so bad because he was hitting it big and they wouldn't let him go because he had like another year on his deal. They said, he, he said he was the biggest child and baby that he ever met and an ignorant SOB. So, but Springsfield's there to 10th and 11th. Dion Diaz, 12, 13, 14. Modern English, 15, 16. I like the Commodores, John. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. 17 and 18. Farner and Journey. It's called Farner's Journey. March 19, 20, and 21st. The Orchestra, which 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Did you like Electric Light Orchestra, John? Yeah, yellow. Yeah. 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 I'll turn the stone when you were gone. The, my, my favorite song, you ever hear Operator? I'm sure if I actually heard it, I'd probably recognize it. Not real good with song titles. Yeah, so. the song starts off like this. Hello, how are you? Are you still the same? Don't you realize the things we did? It was a great song, John. Uh, the family, co the female collective, John. I okay. would say there's no males in this group. 26, 27th, and 28th. Michael Dalgisi, Dalgisi, 29th and 30th. The Pointer Sisters. Woo, woo, woo. Dude, did you see that's coming out again on Netflix? Axel Foley, the new uh, Beverly Hills Cop? No, really? Yeah, they're doing another Beverly Hills Cop, dude. I cannot is be, wait. Is it going to be a TV show or is it going to be a movie? It's, it's a movie. It's another Beverly Hills okay. Cop movie. And all well, the crew's in The whole crew's in it. Who's playing Axel Foley? Eddie Murphy. Oh really? Oh, it's just a sequel then. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. I cannot okay. I wait. I thought it was a reboot. No. I thought it was a reboot. No, the whole uh, Judd Hirsch, all of them's in it. The two, oh, uh, the two knuckleheads from California. Yeah. I cannot wait, dude. Uh, but the Pointer Sisters, March thirty first, and then April Fool's Day, Funkified on the second, third, and fourth. Blue Oyster or Blue October. I'm sorry. I was hoping it was Blue Oyster Cult, but I don't know who Blue October is. They're there to fifth and the sixth. Uh, Clam Chowder, but or, or, but actually Crowder is there to seven and eight. The Hooligans are nine, ten, eleven. Jody Messina heads Carolina, tails California. Nobody. I'm first trip. Me and Brenda uh, went to Disney World in '97. We must have played that song thirty times on the way and back, or heard it on the country station on the way down and back. Yeah. She's there to twelfth and thirteenth, dude. A flock of seagulls. Never a fan. Were you? The hairdos alone. That they I had that fluff hair, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they have the 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 uh, the hair. They they turned her head and it went. Poof. <laughs> yeah, but it stuck. It was like all hairsprayed like a wave, dude. Yeah. Flock yeah. of seagulls. Fourteen, fifteen. M eighty. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. The plain white tees. The nineteen, twenty, and twenty first, twenty second. Champagne orchestra. The twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. I, I. He is so full of himself. Starship, featuring. Mickey Thompson, Mickey Thomas, 26th, 27th, Herman's Hermits, starring Peter Noon, 28th and 29th, Southbound, April 30th, May 1st and 2nd, Monsieur, Monsieur, Perrine, May 3rd, uh, Ra, Raul Acosta and Aura Saldillo with Magic Wand, May 4th, and then <laughs> the same two with... Luisa Ayola and the Puerto Rican Power Band, May 5th. Dude, your group, 
Just put it yeah, on the yeah, calendar. Yeah. Is there on May 6th, TBA. All right. You go yep, see them. Yep. Jilly and the Girls Band, May 7th, 8th, and 9th. Is that political correct anymore to say if it's a girls or a boys band, John? Yeah, I, I always wonder about Dixie Chicks. They got rid of the Dixie, but they kept Chicks. So, yeah, I, I mean, mean that, 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 yeah, I don't know if it's politically so they, Maybe they're just... Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that's to the female power, female uh, collective. They might get now. kicked out so. of the country for that speaking those horrible language, John. But Gilly and the Girls Band, seven, eight, and nine. Simple Plan, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Element, May fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Ah, the Spinners I like, May seventeenth and eighteen. Dude, TBA's there the nineteenth and twentieth again. Good, good. Epic, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Lit, twenty-four, twenty-five. And to close the show, John. May 26th and 27th, your group, TBA. My, my, my favorite. Yes. Good. TBA. What's your favorite TBA song, John? <laughs> uh, that one I can't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a classic. You know, yeah. can't remember? Oh, it goes yeah. it's so well. It's it has such so a good perfect. beat to it. It does indeed. Uh, dates announced and new details, but there's no food announced. A uh, bunch of topiaries coming to uh, the festival. I love the... The topiaries they do do a beautiful job on John, but uh, yeah, those are so neat, so neat to see, and 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 I know they spent it's it's almost like the Christmas decorations, you know, they spend the entire year uh, growing them and keeping them and getting them ready to bring out. So yeah, look at uh, in that what's that Groog Groog uh, with the eight track with the cassette tape above them. Grogu. Grogu. Groot. Uh, Groot of the Guardians. He. They did one. Oh, okay, they good. have a topiary <laughs> with him with an a track, uh, a cassette tape above his head. It's pretty cool. All right, I like that. Uh, Judith and Tommy said they went on that twice. Guardians. I don't know how they survived it. <laughs> Not for Doug. No, dude. Wait, my list is ready. So let me know when yours is, because we got to do this soon. This week, you got to give me your schedule. Maybe on your ride home, we'll do it. All right. Uh, there's a chance I don't know yet. My schedule hasn't hit yet for next week, but there's a chance I might have next Sunday off. Oh. Because um, I wanted to have the I I what my plans were to have the the Sunday off for the uh, AFC and NFC championship, and then two weeks later have the Monday off after the Super Bowl, so I could uh, actually sit up and watch the Super Bowl, no matter who's playing in it. So, but that's the plans. So I don't know yet. I'll let you know um, tomorrow. If I have Sunday off, well, which would work out great, so it would work out ph- phenomenal for the show. And then maybe if I get your schedule for during the week, we could pop in and maybe do a list. All right, sounds good. If you draw your list up, what you could do is take pictures of it and send it to me, and I'll have both of them here. All right. And then this way, if you're driving, I can read from them. You follow me, and we can do okay. the correspondence from there. How's that sound? Sounds like a winner. This we'll do. A, we'll see how it goes. Maybe we count down from top to bottom. Do 10 at a time or something. I don't yeah, know. We'll yeah, see how yeah. it flows. But speaking of flow, my which is the flow of like a toilet, which was like in reference to my Philadelphia Eagles, I told you your <laughs> Bucks would win. Did I not? <laughs> you did. You did. I didn't have a whole lot of faith. But, yeah, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of faith about today either. But, I mean, it's it, – it, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's Detroit too. Detroit always has the potential to poop on themselves yes. and remember who they are. So, I mean, yeah, you never know. Well, I might I might end up with a, a division – or playing in the division championship here next week. So, we'll you, see. You so. never know, John, which would be – I'd be happy for you. 
I mean, right I'd be now happy for Baker Mayfield. I mean, that would actually uh, that's a that's a good redemption story for him. So yeah. good for him. So. Right now, the team I'm probably the the two teams I'm rooting for, but they're both in the same conference as the Texans and the Bills. Really, I thought you were still the kind of the Chiefs guy. I'm an Andy Reid fan, but I'm over Patrick Mahomes. I think he needs yeah, to kick in his yeah. uh, rear end to wake him up. I'm tired of his pompousness myself, and I would be happy for. The Texans or Buffalo, the fans, they deserve a Super Bowl, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think both, uh, especially the Bills. How many, how many times were they close? Yeah, and and actually, I'm not mad at Detroit either. No, I no, mean, no. You know, they, I've yeah, told so. you I'm a closet Lions fan. As far as I'm a Leo, and my mom painted the whole Lions thing for me, but I, they're like, I wouldn't be unhappy. Like I've always, I've, uh, and I was always Barry Sanders was one of my and and everybody's favorite player. How could you not yeah. love Barry? So yeah. my point was, I don't have any ill will towards Tampa either. So and and I want to see Green Bay destroy San Fran because I hate those crybabies. So yeah. I'll be rooting for yeah. the pack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, out of all of them, I think San Francisco is probably the, my least favorite team left. Yeah. So because you know, they're a bunch the of crybabies, I... I respect them. I like Brock Purdy myself. I just can't stand the rest of the team around. And I, I, I'm lying. And I do like Christian McCaffrey, but the rest of the team, I really can't stand because they're a bunch of crybabies. But no, our team stunk. We were horrible. Uh, the only thing I will say, and I was angry, and I don't know how in the hell. And you watched the whole game, didn't you? Yeah, I did. How how was that not a penalty ripping his helmet off his his freaking face, John? Yeah, how do you that not was, see that, was, that with a line that was judge? A bad like call. the line judge should be fired. Like him not seeing that would be equivalent to you running somebody over in the parking lot, in my opinion. Or me hanging sheetrock and and not nailing it and it falls on somebody's head. Am I wrong? Or, or me running somebody over with the bus. Yeah. So, yeah. But <laughs> but you get my point. Like, how do you miss that call, John? Yeah, uh, I don't know. That was a bad call. That I was, mean, uh, it, like, like and I understand bad calls, but there's every official, what's there, 10 of them on the field at one time or standing within a two, a one-yard area? And how do you miss that play? Ripping his head off. And not just that, yeah, I don't know. letting him almost get his head ripped off. I mean, that dude was trying to break his neck. Is there any other way around it? Was he not trying to snap his neck? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, dude, I doubt if he's he was actually pl- trying to murder anybody. He, but, well, know. I think if he did, he wouldn't have felt sorry about it. He was ripping on that helmet like he was trying to rip the football out of his stomach. And that's and that's the other thing. They talk about player safety. Are you not t- – like, how? when did it become legal when you could literally punch at somebody on the football field? This punching of trying to punch the football out. I'm not even yeah, talking about you, that game. You, you when did that with, become a thing? Away, yeah, you get away with that all the time now. The, the peanut punch and all that yeah. type of stuff, purposely. And but then they 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 are so strict on other things. Yeah, it's you just know? stupid. I mean, no balance. Yeah, like yeah. reach in and try to knock the ball out. It used to be. It never used to be. You punch with all your might. I watched a yeah. dude in the Buffalo game last week. The tight end got punched in the stomach so hard he buckled over. I yeah. I don't understand how you're allowed to throw punches on a football field now. I mean, I've seen them punching at the quarterbacks. Like, certain quarterbacks, you know, get calls and other ones don't. I'm watching quarterbacks in the pocket get punched at. I mean, when did this become allowed? I don't understand it. Throwing punches on the football field. But you ain't allowed to trip somebody. You figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, tripping on the deep offensive lineman, but you could throw an uppercut to punch a ball out. It just, I don't know. But anyway, congratulations. Your Bucks move on. It ought to be a very 
That game could go either way. You guys could win that game or you could get blown out by 20 points. Yeah, the only good thing really is the fact that uh, uh, they're in a dome. So, you know, we don't have to have that whole Kansas City uh, problem. And it, actually, I mean, if, if Tampa does happen to win and if your Packers or the Packers do uh, manage to beat the 49ers, then we'd actually have Tampa to have another game at home. So and that I'd would be, be OK incredible. with that. that would be, yeah, that would be. So we'll see. I mean, there's always a chance. I don't have a whole lot of faith, but, uh, you know, you never know. So. And I like the whole Texan story with D'Amico Ryans and playing, you know, and I like C.J. Stroud because he's one of my, you know, my fantasy team. He's one of my kids. I... And, and and you absolutely have to love the fact that uh, the team that got rid of Deshaun Watson is in the playoffs. No, I love the it. Team, the, the team that uh, left Cleveland so Deshaun Watson could come to <laughs> Cleveland is in the playoffs. But yet Cleveland got knocked out in the first round, and Deshaun Watson wasn't even there to help, so... Uh, what a freaking loser! Well, how so. that scumbag is even in the NFL is beyond uh, you tell me, me Doug. You, you tell me how me. you get you get away with some of this stuff, and it, it's fine. And then not, it's not only fine, but we'll pay you a ridiculous amount of money to oh, come here and do nothing. They, they get those morons in Cleveland gave him a guaranteed <coughs> contract, guaranteed every penny is got. He don't have to play another snap, and his money is owed to him. A scumbag yes. like him. They amazing. Get, yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, here, I just seen this new bit of news. The uh, the construction work begins on former shortcut from Epcot main entrance to Spaceship Earth to the Seas Pavilion, John. Did you see that work going on there? Yeah, there's still a lot of construction walls up and around. And obviously, they're, they're still building on the... Uh, building that new building, I guess, that's going to replace one of the interventions. And what, do we know what's going in there? Uh, I don't even want to get into it. I can't speculate because okay. it'll change seven more times. Yeah, I don't know, but that that's really the last um, big construction area is, is whatever they've got going in there. So, And I did see a lot of people with popcorn bucket yesterday rolling around. So, um, Although they look like they're, they're, they're holding their bank vaults you know, <laughs> in front of them. So. Well, you're allowed to steal stuff in America now. You know that, right? You can just take it. There's no repercussions. That's the new that's one of those. Okay. Yeah, that's the new uh, standards that are being set right now. Just steal stuff. I mean, you see just these porch stuff. pirates? It's just, I yeah. mean, it's getting so bad, dude. This dude, I was watching the news the other day. He's a genius. Somebody, this guy, kept stealing off his porch constantly. He got one of those Apple trackers and ordered himself a package and got it delivered and put the tracker, Apple tracker, inside of it. And this idiot stole it again, and the police ended up getting him because of the Apple tracker. Well, Doug, I, I had to do one of those, um, um, how to phrase it delicately, uh, there really is no way, uh, poop on a stick colonoscopy uh, things, and I had to put that in a box on the porch, and I was just hoping somebody would come by and take it. <laughs> 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 that would be great. So. But yeah, the porch pirates, I mean, you could just steal and get away with whatever you want anymore, but... Uh, anyhow, uh, speaking of par uh, bathrooms, uh, walls come down in the United Kingdom pavilion around Epcot. Refurbishment is done there, so uh, our United Kingdom's back to normal. And Judith will be on next week, I'm hoping. And that's one of the things she was complaining about, too, saying the restrooms weren't up to snuff again. Some are good, yeah. some are bad. They need to have attendance in each one like they used to. For the amount of money you pay to go to Disney World, you shouldn't be going in a dirty bathroom. I'm sorry. 
I, I I concur with you on that, and that is one of the things that when I see it, I'm, I'm mostly dis- most disappointed with of all the all the things that uh, trash cans. Yes, and, uh, that was going to be the second. There are the two yeah, things, you, John. You expect you expect that, and those are easy things to do, you know. So the trash cans probably piss me off even more than the bathrooms because. I've always said, like, the eating off the top. Like, that was my go-to. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I could eat off the top. It's the only place on the world that I ever eat off the top of a tra- and, Like, I and, don't even think the- about putting my camera and stuff on top of one of them. Anywhere else, dude, I'm outside of a Wawa or one. I am dude. not standing nowhere near a trash can. <laughs> and, the, and the fact is, Doug, that they, they prided themselves on that for the longest time. Yes. And not only so much that you could eat off the top of them, they made salt and yes. pepper shakers out of them. They prided themselves on the clean trash can. And so I much. got food yeah. and wine salt and pepper shakers from there. Yep. It's just yeah. so annoying that they're allowing. That's the type of stuff. And then you have the, the you-know-whats to charge me more. Raise prices and give me less. That's That's one of the arguments I keep having. So. No, and trash trash cans and bathrooms are something that's easily redeemable too. Just hire more custodial staff, um, have better uh, updates on them, yes. and, and keep better track of them. You know, yes. and and I mean that's easy. And and I will say, Doug, that a lot of the trash can problems that I notice are not necessarily uh, like yesterday at inside Epcot. I didn't single notice a single one that was overflowing or that had any issues. The ones that I usually find an issue with are coming in and out of the. Uh, parking lot uh, around mm. the bus loops and stuff like that and it's i guess they're harder to get to or they're just not nearly as as looked after as but man some of them coming in a parking lot and even the cast parking it, it it really is embarrassing i mean it's it's an embarrassing thing when your trash can's overflowing so there was a there was a couple not my last trip the trip before that me and brenda were on there was a couple uh in world showcase that were they weren't horrible. Like the one that was bad was uh, by uh, an American Adventure over by the Smokehouse. The one back there on the side, you go down the alleyway to go to it. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Yeah, where the restrooms used to be. Yeah, the old Liberty Tree. You go down the side there to bathrooms. And yeah, the back. that yeah. was yeah. it. Was bad. I mean, there was paper all over the floor. So the paper okay. towels everywhere, and they're on the floor. And then the other one that gets it is over in. Uh, in Magic Kingdom, over in uh, by Winnie the Pooh and all over there by Big. Oh Story. yeah, those are some nasty yes. ones. I try to avoid fantasy. Yeah, and and I, I to a certain point, no, I, there's no I, excuse. I, Hire more yeah, people. Yeah, but you have to understand, there's lots of little children in there, and they're just peeing everywhere. Okay, so, yeah, but I I, I, don't, and, I don't like to go into those at all. I never but, have. I never liked any of those. From '97 so, yeah. to like 2005, when there was custodians in there, or 2010, when there was attendance in each bathroom, I never seen any of that. But now yeah, I, you do. I, think, I never seen I, any. Of that. I don't know. I think I think those might have been nasty all the time. No. It, it always looks like somebody hosed the floor down. Is how yeah. <laughs> it just looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then there was one in Harambe in the in a an Animal Kingdom would get that got little yeah, messed up. Yeah, that one that one is is busy all the time and yeah. it gets nasty too. Yeah, yeah you're right. So. so you can't tell I don't know my bathrooms around the park. John. <laughs> I can name the sad part is I can name probably every single bathroom in every park, John. All right, well, Doug, right now the uh, for the last two times that me and Lisa were out there right before Christmas and now yesterday, um, the you know the the big building in between the UK Pavilion and the Canada Pavilion, yes, um, that 
whatever they used to they used to have the food and wine was back in there too a little bit yeah yeah yeah, they had that and then they had uh at at one time it was originally the um world showcase of something for the uh millennium the millennium village that's what it was but uh they have restrooms in there and they were open again yesterday and there's like 40 stalls and those yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and there's like nobody so it's it's yeah spick and span clean and very private so great restaurant it's weird like the ones at the front of epcot they're usually always clean too and they're busy yes and they're really busy and they're always clean. they are very busy yes and then the ones uh what is it i can't they're they're uh the odyssey I use I used to use those bathrooms all the time. Oh, those are good hidden yeah. secret ones too. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, there's one set that uh, faces Mexico, and those are always busy, and there's yeah. a lot of people. But there's a whole other set on the other side of the yes. building that no, hardly anybody knows yes. about. So yep. those are those are nice private ones too. Yeah, so. yeah. So there's a you you got to know which ones to go to. I mean, the ones in the hotels, like like I'll be honest with you, like the ones at the Yacht and Beach Club, those bathrooms. Me and Brenda talk about them all the time. Whatever fragrance they use, oh. <laughs> they smell so good, don't they? Yep, yep. Brenda's yep, like, yep. we gotta find out how we buy this for our own bathroom. <laughs> You're not kidding. You're yeah. not kidding. Yeah, I mean, you... yeah. The the boardwalks like that too, and you feel very hoity-toity when yes. you go in there. I mean, they have like they they don't have like paper towels to dry your hands. No, you've got cloth towels, yeah, yeah, and, so, yeah. and you don't have trash cans to put the cloth towels in. You've got like a little basket on top of the marble uh, sink. So, yeah, they are uh, incredible though. I mean, the smell in there is like because we ate. Uh, it was one of the, the last time it happened. We ate it uh, at the uh, what you call it, Allen Compass for breakfast. Yeah, and the girls used the bathroom, and I did after we left, and we all came out. Oh, it smells so good! <laughs> the WDW Main Street Podcast Bathroom Edition, brought to you by, brought to you Where by to uh, uh, Clorox toilet cleaner. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, now we uh, some are really nice. Like, uh, and that was the thing too. That was one of the complaints I made. Uh, remember the year my room was dirty at Riverside? Yeah. Well, the main bathroom there by the River Roost was dirty. Now, where you come in right away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said something to him because that should not be dirty. And there was stuff everywhere. And I went back to the front desk when I was checking in. I'm like, something's up with that bathroom. I don't know what's going on, but it looked like, you know, a bunch of your horses ran through it or something. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. But, but you know, because that's usually spotless, too. That's one of the – because Brenda, there's been many a times on road trips that she's held it just because she knows those bathrooms are so clean. Oh yeah, we went to French Quarter yesterday, and they have nice restrooms yeah. too. So, yeah. yeah, but now, uh, anywho, we're rooting for you. I'll be watching the Texans game today, and I'll be rooting for them against Baltimore. And then uh, I'm rooting for Texans, Green Bay. I'll root for your. I'll root for your Tampa Bay for you. And okay. then uh, it doesn't have Tom Brady on there anymore. No, so, yeah. no, no. I can root for you, but. Uh, even though Detroit hasn't won in forever, so I wouldn't. I'll be happy either way. Yeah, How's that sound? Yeah. At least go. Tampa Bay has gotten multiple, couple championships in the last 10, 15 years. So, anyway, and then what's the other game? Uh, I'll be rooting for Buffalo for sure over Kansas City. Even though I do like Travis, I like Andy Reid, but I'm just so over Patrick. Like his phony faking, his cry. I mean, he is like. 
He has turned into LeBron James of football, where every time anybody touches him, he's begging for a pass. He, if you run by him, he's crying or getting in fights with linemen for touch. He don't feel like he should ever be touched. And I'm tired of I'm over Patrick. He's incredible. He's great. Phenomenal quarterback. But I'm over his crying. Are you? Oh, getting there. Getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be rooting for Buffalo, Green Bay, Houston, and uh, the Detroit-Tampa Bay game. I'm just rooting for good football. I'm rooting for good football. I don't want a blowout. I want a good game. So... I'll, I'll take the blowout. I'll be happy. I, <laughs> I hear you. Either way, this way you don't have to watch the finish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyhow. But anyway, this was a pleasure doing the show with you, John. I hope everybody is kind uh, and good to each other. Don't do self-checkout, people. And put your card away. How's that? Yeah. And tell everybody what to do, John. Fold your strollers, please. Please, hold these thrillers. And don't get mad at me. And quit telling me I ruined your vacation. Yeah. And my wife's friend had a little uh, episode. She had to go to the hospital this week. So if you could, just put her in your prayer. Everybody put her in your prayers. We'd really appreciate that. And we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.